Previously, on Realms and Nerds, The Vasanoka Adventures. I can change my entire appearance like that. Standing behind the bar is a half goliath, actually. What size is a half goliath? Medium. Hell okay. yeah. You know that what is standing in front of you is a furbolg. What a size class is that? I believe medium yet. Yeah. Oh my god. I, uh, I have some parting gifts for you, actually. And he's going to uh, pick up a breastplate. Uh, for you, Kroll, I, uh, with you being dead and all, I thought that uh, perhaps you'd want to wear something living for once. It's been worked on by our druids. Uh, it has uh, a few magical properties. Uh, for you, Ben, I, I found this. It, it was an antique. Uh, you being a, a ranger and all, it might come in handy. This arrow, it was crafted by the elves. You can't seem to lose it. It always comes back. Serve my ritter, and you will be rich. You see the uh, the last ball go in, and you see the number nine pop up on the wall. And back at the seven, there comes out a pair of boots. Uh, Lou would like to examine his boots. As you put on these boots, you see this blue mist come uh, and start to wrap up around up to the first layer of this building uh, and they're making these steps. So the three of you all walk up these misty steps these and boots are made for walking. find yourself once again back outside in this field in the divot in the field with uh, all these boulders. So as our three adventurers come crawling out of this pit in the ground where they have just finished their most recent challenge from the Game Master, they all fall down in the soft uh, patch of grass next to the cave entrance that they crawled out of, and um, they're all going to take a moment to catch their breath, take a rest if you'd like to do so, and... They all are also going to examine uh, the pieces of equipment that they were just recently gifted by the Game Master. Kroll looks at the breastplate that he recently found, or that he just found, and... So, it's a wooden breastplate that is alive. It allows me to take a, uh, a dash action before any normal action, um, and... After losing the first um, hit points from my hit point maximum, like in a fight, like I'm at total and then I get hit, it uh, provides five temporary hit points after damage has been taken. Okay. Ben observes this antique arrow that he's just been gifted and he's a bit confused and puzzled by it. He looks at the arrow and he only, you know, kind of a, a lot of Archers uh, like to like look at the um, shaft. <laughs> the shaft of the arrow. Yeah, he's the, looking at that. He's looking at that shaft. 
at the craftsmanship of the arrow. <laughs> Dude, you're just going down downhill from here, bud. Anyways, uh, and make sure that, like, you know, it's not <laughs> made poorly. So he examines the shaft. And upon <laughs> examining it, uh, what does he do with the arrow? Uh, he notices it's of good make, so he decides to, since they're out in the open now, back in kind of like the forest area, he's going to give a good test to see how well it works. So he goes to shoot it at, off at a tree in the distance. Okay, um, and as Ben looses the arrow, it flies through the air, and it comes smashing into the tree, uh, and all damage is done that an arrow would normally do to the tree, but as soon as it makes contact, and as Ben is taking his, uh, his hand down from the bow, instantly the arrow is in his non-dominant hand. Uh, well, this is alarming, but convenient, I surmise. Hey, that's a nifty arrow you got there. Yes. Interesting armor. Yeah, it kind of wiggles around, but I mean, it, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. I surmise. <laughs> it's alive. I mean, it's just kind of, it's just kind of going. Mm-hmm. It's a heart. It's like you got worms <laughs> going, wriggling around. Yeah, now I'm just thinking. I'm just horrified by this thought of this armor like slowly, like constantly moving and creaking on you as you walk around. <laughs> you know, it it kind of reminds me back when I had a heart. I can kind of, I almost feel it pulsing. Does it? You know tickle? what I mean? Can you feel tickling? I'm not entirely sure. Give me a second. You haven't tried that in any of your nightly endeavors. Why don't I try to tickle myself? I mean. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't know what you'd like to do at night, but that's not what, that's not my thing. And and Lou, <laughs> oh man, um, after actually after uh, getting out of the cave, he immediately uh, his eyes are on his boots. That they uh, as they were coming out of the cave, it was creating these misty blue steps for him. Uh, and his companions. Um, and so upon getting out of the cave, he is quite alarmed at their power. Um, and he looks down at them and notices on both uh, boots, ins- on the inside heel, it bears an insignia of five aces of a playing cards and two six-sided dies, both with seven pips on them. Are these, uh, these good-looking boots? Uh, they they are fairly handsome. Um, I mean, they're uh, about as nice as. I doubt the Kardashians would wear them. But I, mean. I, I mean, they they seem rugged in the sense that um, not that they've been worn necessarily, but in the sense that they seek a more <laughs> a more refined wearer. Uh, no, someone that's actually going to be wearing them for their purpose and getting them dirty. Well, shit! Why did we let him get them? <laughs> Okay. All right, cool. So, but like, so you said like when I walked out, was it just me that had blue steps or everybody? Uh, as you approached the wall, the steps were created for both you and Ben and Kroll. Okay. Uh, ben, um, those steps that we just walked up? Yes. Uh, I think my boots did that. 
And quite fashionable boots, too, I might add. They are. They're very nice, actually. You know, maybe, like, uh, they might be in, like, some of the outdoor magazines, for real. <laughs> like, this is a good look for me, I think. I know. I'm a little jealous, if I'm honest. Yes, but, um, how did they make steps? Matching. And, um... He does little finger wiggles. In Ben's ear, uh, you hear Silfer in your ear say, uh, dude, I think that that was, like, the magic of, like, the Game Master. From, from what I've picked up on in this area. So the boots didn't do that, it was his... the Game Master? Well, I mean, I think the Game Master enchanted all the stuff you got. Oh, well, then basically what I said, magic. Ben, who are you talking to? Don't they communicate, like... Telepathically. Telepathically. Yeah, yeah. and um, as as uh, Luz says this, Silver is going to come flying in and land on Ben's shoulder. And you've you have met, you've seen the dragon before. He's already introduced yes. it. Yeah, we've yeah. all seen the dragon. I don't think we know that the dragon was the chicken. He knows. Yes. I don't think Correct. he told I don't know. Oh, hello. Were, were you talking to Ben? Uh, yeah, dude, yeah, I, I was. Oh, okay, uh... Do you know what my boots do? I, should I tap my heels together? And he taps his heels together. <laughs> they go and, on your feet. And um, goes all the now, way fucking to the start. Sana, who's been perched on a tree in her bird form, comes flying down and uh, as she gets close to the ground, transforms into her human form. Well, actually, um, no, it's not the way that those boots magic work. Uh, if you don't mind, I, I could... Look at them for a moment. Yes, of, of course. Um, do you need me to take them off? No. Uh, she just kneels down and looks at your boots for a moment. Lou's gonna pop his foot up on a rock for get a nice strike, oh. a nice pose. Captain oh wow, Prince boy, Captain Morgan, this shit. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> ben chuckles. Ah, I see. Here, this is the trickster's insignia. Okay, um, I, I don't think I'm familiar with his work. Is Was he at Fashion Week? What? No, I thought that you said that you've actually done studies on combat. Yes, I, I have. Um, look, unfortunately, look. most of my study was more, uh, book-related. Um, I... I, I don't... I, I'm, I, I'm trying here. I, I don't really know. Private study sessions with women. Uh, yeah. So, I guess what you never learned in your princely studies is that the Trickster's Insignia is actually something that warriors have been using for hundreds of years. Uh, it allows you to slightly off-shift your opponent and give you an advantage in battle. That, or you can use it to reposition yourself and... Maybe not get a sword to the face. Interesting. Sounds like some extra-dimensional shit. <laughs> well, if I was actually gonna explain the uh, the magic to you, it it doesn't actually sound too far-fetched from that. Well, okay, that's all I need to know. Okay. Um. Now for game mechanics. Yeah. So, like, what do I do okay, with? Okay. So, them? game mechanics. <laughs> um, you get basically you can use it. Over the course of one long rest, you get three charges on it, where okay. uh, when in combat, you can use it 
at the beginning of an opponent's turn, when they're going to attack you, you can choose to impose disadvantage on the attack. Okay. Or on one of your attacks, you can, if you've not used your movement ability, so if there's an, an enemy right in front of you, sure. you can use it to basically make a small shift in your with your feet and find an opening in their guard and give yourself advantage on the attack. Um, so now that you guys have taken a short little rest and examined these pieces, it is starting to get pretty late. You guys know from uh, the maps that you found uh, or were given in uh, Lakmar that there is uh, a small village nearby. So you guys, I assume, are probably going to make your way that way. Or would you like to just try to find your... I mean, like, essentially the village is by the Builder's Road. So that's probably the way you're going to be headed. Um, spend the night there or if you want to trudge through the night. Um, do we want to head for the village rather than trudge through the night? Or do we want to fight in our vampire? Because, <laughs> I mean, we kicked the last one's ass. Uh, I mean, we still have quite a bit of ground to cover, so... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the map right now. Where are we exactly? We are east of uh, Lockmar. We're of Lockmar. We're just so we're okay. We're on the Builders Road okay, there. So we're going in. Okay. Yeah, we're heading. We're following the Builders Road, which will gotcha. lead us into Hylier and down to New Hylier. Yep. Cool. Um. Well, we still got a decent amount of ground to cover to get to the east. I say we continue on if we're all feeling up to it. Well, I mean, I don't think I need to sleep really, so I'm game. Quick uh, point, DM. Um, are we going to pass... We're going to pass by this town, or do we have to go off the, the road to get into the town? I guess I'll say it this way. If this is where you are, and the road goes like this, yeah, you can either cut a line like this to the road, or you can cut a line like this to the town. And then, I mean, essentially where your point is, you could just be in the woods longer before you got to the road, or you could go straight... To okay. the village and then go to the road. So we're not we're not to that town that's on the river gotcha. e- to the east of Lockmar yet, are we? Or is that the village you're talking about? It's no, hard for me the, to see. We're on the other side. You guys are yeah. still pretty close. You're not to that town that you see. It's All just right. a small village. Like a, okay, yeah, so it's not quite. It's not really on the map. Exactly. Right. Okay. I say we just press on. I'm down for that. Yes, I um. I think that we just continue on. I We appear to be well-provisioned. I don't think there's any reason to head into the town at this point. Amen. All right. Moving right along. So our three compatriots are going to pack up their things and head towards the Builder's Road and off east towards Hlihlir region. Um, Wait, do we know, remember where our horses were? Were they right outside the cave or whatever? The horses are nearby. Okay, so the horses are well behaved. They generally are going to stick around as long. Well, I wasn't sure when he described. Look, man, you guys are so bad with it that I just have decided that we're going to do it like in The Witcher or something, where you can just call your horse from a mile (laughs) away and it'll just come running to you. Oh, you mean like in? um, Take out your ocarina and play a pony song. I mean, we never leave them that far away. I no, but you guys also have never. You guys haven't been very good about um, keeping track of our horses. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know. I've just been operating under the assumption that since we have horses, yes, you're just going to assume that if we leave, we're taking them with us. Yes, that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's just what I've been operating All right, under. So we're continuing on. All right. So you guys get back to the road, um, and you're traveling. The sun begins to set, and as the sun's setting, Lou decides that he's going to pour a glass and enjoy the beautiful sunset and celebrate the triumph that they just had in in the Game Master's cave. And as he starts to get a little more drunk, he's going to begin singing some songs and trying to get the boys to sing along, Kroll happily joining in. Uh, whereas Ben is a bit more timid to start singing. Ben's a basic bitch. And by timid, you mean he does not join in. Yes. <laughs> He's the awkward part of the group. It's not awkward unless it feels awkward. It feels awkward, bud. Um, Do you want me to come up with some singing here? <laughs> oh, I would love that. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, all right. Um... It's a long and lonely road. It's a long you and can't lonely do any road. Copywritten TM, stuff. TM, TM. <laughs> uh, I don't fucking know. I'll come up with something. We'll put it in post. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Tankards empty, bellies full. Soon to bed we must go. But round the room twirls a gorgeous lass. Tis the barmaid on one more pass. One more round, she queries gaily, and who can resist a pretty lady? Another round, another round, another round, we scream. Another round, another round, another round for me. Now that round is finished, we really ought to leave. But just one more would taste so nice, and the lass is nearby dancing. One more round, she queries gaily. And, and who, who can, can resist a pretty lady? Another round, another round, another round, we scream. Another round, another round, another round. Another uh, round and and so now as it's everyone has been singing and drinking and kind of just enjoying their time in the woods, um, Lou becomes more and more carefree as he gets slightly more intoxicated as the night goes on and now as the moon is in full effect amongst their their quite obnoxious singing they hear a loud crack off to the edge of the woods and immediately over over the singing it it startles all three of you and the horses even respond to this quite uh drastically and uh, rear up a little bit. Kroll leaps from Crystal, draws his trident, and looks off in the direction where the noise came from. Can I do a perception check? Sure. Well, that was loud. I'd say. Uh, well, that's bull fucking garbage. That's a five. Almost not as loud as you two. Hey, who's there? I can't see too well. Who Who's out there? Identify yourself. There is no response of any kind. I don't like this. Light a fire. <laughs> where's Joan? Where's Joan? <laughs> Are you uh, postmodern? <laughs> All right. I surmise I shall try scouting around because what all this hollering is not getting us anywhere. So Ben is going to dismount Winifred 
and he is going to uh, go try and investigate, figure out where what this noise is. Um, he's going to have his one of his short swords. Yeah. All right. Ben dismounts Winifred and moves slightly forward and goes to uh, pull one of his short swords and almost immediately as he pulls his weapon an arrow comes out of the woods and hits the sword and without really hurting Ben at all the sword goes flying off into the woods and an arrow strikes the ground next to him. Uh, Ben is going to then take out his own longbow and the antique arrow. Okay. And he's going to draw, but he's not going to fire. Uh, he's going to like slowly move forward and like be looking around. Uh, specifically for since you know they've shot an arrow, they're probably further in. So he's going to be specifically kind of focusing more further back. But he is still going to be like keeping an eye on anywhere between him and as far back as he can see. As Ben draws his longbow with his arrow and cautiously moves into the woods. He fires his arrow, and it immediately comes back to him, and then suddenly he hears a small ruffle in the brush, and then a voice from pretty much behind Lou now, at the back of the group, says, Your kind shouldn't be here. Uh, Who are you? And now from a completely different location... That's none of your business. Wow, what the fuck? Show yourself. And now from a completely different angle. And have you three kill me? I'm not going to do that. What? Teleporting. And as all three of you are, are, your heads are on a swivel looking back and forth, suddenly uh, Lou feels a ruffle on the back of his horse and his keg is missing. Um, I'm gonna, uh, so Sauna is on my shoulder, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, uh, kind of sort of turn my head to her and go, go up and see what you can see from up there. Uh, she takes off and, and lands on a branch above you and is looking around. Now, listen, um... Can you at least tell us your name? Like, your people would respect me even if I had one. Uh, you don't have a name? I may, I may not. Uh, I'm gonna glance up at Sauna. Is she giving me any indication that she's seen anything? She has moved to another branch, but still has not come back to you or said anything. Okay. We're just travelers through here. We're we're not looking for any trouble. Yeah, we're just we're just moving on through. No need to be freaky and freaky deaky and all that. At this point, Silver is with Ben, correct? Yep. Ben is going to um, think to or whatever. Yes, telepathically. Yeah. Telepathically, uh, ask Silver if he can um, say it in voice. All right, Silver, if you could, I need you to circle around the area. Uh, be invisible. I, that way, you know, she can't see you and 
figure out who or what we're talking with, her whereabouts, anything helpful that you can garner as fast as you can. Yeah, sure thing, bro, no problem. <laughs> Puff the fucking magic dragon there. <laughs> okay. And so now, Sylphur's also going to take off and be moving around this area. What is it you want with us? Yeah, you got any particular quarrel with us? I mean, why'd you steal Lou's keg? You're humans, aren't you? Do I look like a human to you? No, but you stink of death, and uh, hey now. I, ca- I can, whoa, I can, whoa, uh, whoa. No I can tell you, I ain't too fond of the dead. Hey, there is no reason to be throwing insults around. You deserve I to be in the ground. You. Excuse you? You deserve to be in the ground. Listen, lady. You're unnatural. Oh, well, go fuck yourself. You're unnatural. Listen, that is very discriminatory. And now, as, is, as do this, you know what year it is? We cannot discriminate <laughs> like that anymore. As this conversation is beginning to heat up, and as this mysterious figure is beginning to uh, talk more, suddenly, Silfer is going to cast the light cantrip on himself and basically shine a giant light right where he is. And okay. While you do that, Found you. I gotta make a roll. Does, uh, can I pol- or can I uh, wild shape into a big black dog? Sure. If you've seen a big black dog, yeah, I've seen, seen a big black dog. Okay. He said he's seen a big black dog. Is this near where? Uh, this is. Uh, oh, I mean, so it's still lucky. very close to you. It's just off to the okay. side of the woods. So again, uh, have I gotten anything from Sana at this point? No, honestly, Sana flew up. And was looking around. She couldn't see anything with her natural perception. Um, and after she saw Silver take off, she just said, "Go find it." I want my <laughs> money back for this stupid ass bird. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many grand plans for this, and you can't do. You shit. bought the wrong bird, buddy. I'm gonna go back and buy another bird or something. <laughs> Ben's gonna duck behind a tree for a hot second. Okay. They can obviously see that something got struck by the light, so he's or she's gonna run through them and uh, whimper as she runs through the group, and then on the other side of them, she's going to transfer. Or she's gonna change back. Well, she does that. Kroll's not having any of this shit. He's gonna cast. Where are you? Death grip on. Uh, bitch with no name. Um, wow. Derogatory I mean, terms being thrown around tonight. Hey, she said I should be buried. She can die in a hole. Anyway. She is a dog right now. It can die in a hole. Anyway, you seize the essence of a creature in range and pull it towards you. The creature must make a strength saving throw. If it fails, it's pulled up to 40 feet directly towards you. You better make a strength fucking saving throw, bitch. On a dog? You're our dog. On a dog. Oh, do you have... The dog stats or whatever. Here, I will look just run up. your normal strength. Oh, okay, bitch. Since you're transforming out of the dog, what is that? Um, oh, um, unnatural twenty. Well, you beat my spell saving, so you get me lucked out. Because otherwise, I would have smacked your ass as you came flying at me. At this point, on the other side of the tree, coming back out towards the group, fumbles a half Goliath. Huh? All right. Oh, you mother... And he's going to 
charge in towards this situation with Kroll and Hound that is now not a hound. Okay, um, let's roll a strength contest. Alright. What is happening? I'm, I'm on the other, like, like, I ran to the other side of them. Like, I'm out in the other side of the trees. And I am sitting there, and I transformed back into myself. Like, I, I moved past the trees into the underbrush again. Because I wanted to put them off of the trail that I was right there. I... The, dra- the fairy dragon saw a dog, and the dog ran through them to the underbrush on the other side. Right. And is... They're still suspicious because the giant light came right where you were, and then you came running from that area. They're, they, like, were watching the dog, you know? So, at this point, I guess you're still in the underbrush, but this half-goliath is going to be charging at you. Strength contest, bitches. I got a 20. I got a 17. Uh Uh-oh. That's what I rolled before my modifier. As this half-goliath just comes charging into the underbrush, it grabs a figure that's in the midst of transformation between a large dog and a furbolg, and grabs it and tosses it out onto the path. And now... We find our furbolg in the laying down in the middle of the road as it just got tossed with all three of our adventurers looking down at it. Kroll holds his trident down towards her neck. Now listen here. Hold still and stop struggling and tell us who you are. See? Don't try and escape. It's not gonna work. Well, I kind of have a trident in my neck, so I don't think I'm going to be escaping anytime soon. Now, we don't want to fight you. We just want to know who you are. (laughs) We're not here for trouble. Funny you think the trident's your greatest threat. You think I'm afraid of you, Rockhead? Kroll points at the half-goliath. Now, listen here. I don't know who the fuck you are. I'll get to you in a minute. You probably know me as Ben. Oh, fuck's sake, Ben. But you can call me Gareth. No, I'm going to call you Ben. No, Ben's a wussy man. Fine, I'll call you a bitch. You better watch yourself, little man. You wanna go? I'm uh, are you dead. I love a good tussle. Are you actually going to take that from him? You, a, a giant, and him, an undead. Kroll. You should be kicking his butt right now. Kroll. What are you doing? Kroll's going to... It's a good idea. Kroll's he's gonna... gonna his... Oh, fuck. Well, he's gonna go and sucker punch Kroll. Um, okay, I, um, can I do a, can I do a dex, seeing as Kroll got punched, which no, means that whoa, the trident is off he, his neck. Did he? Where's the roll for that? Okay, yeah, so I haven't actually hit him yet. What would you like to do, Ray? I would like to roll out of, out of the way, cast fog, and hide back into the underbrush. That's assuming I get hit. Yeah, well, you guys gotta do a, a, con, a do a thing, though. I would like to say, as... You, you guys can roll, roll your shit. I just, as this is starting, Lou is starting to dismount as they're... About, <laughs> Lou's been about fucking sitting on the horse it's the just, whole time. He's been crying for five minutes about his drinking. <laughs> what, well, what the fuck was I supposed to do? This all the thing has been like 20 seconds. Yeah, I, I tried to do my all right, shit, um, but apparently... Sauna's a fucking bitch and doesn't know how to do anything. Sauna, <laughs> <laughs> you... <laughs> Damn it, Sauna! Roll a... Just... Normal attack? Yeah. 
What's uh, your strength modifier? Um, eleven. Uh, bitch, you miss. Okay. And now Ray, roll a stealth check. <laughs> um, that's a a six. Can I and Ben? No, no, wait. What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah, no, that that's a that's a five. That's five. Even worse. A dexterity check. Yes. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Okay. So as Gareth swings over this furbolg on the ground to punch at uh, Kroll, he overextends and Kroll kind of is able to just push him to the side, and uh, as this is happening, the furbolg is frantically pushing to their feet, and she's running away into the underbrush as Lou is going to jump off of his horse, and as his feet are coming to the ground and running to basically stop this furbolg, Sana is going to come flying in and give him a helping hand and uh, is going to transform into a... Um, what is she What's again? a big animal? A big animal? A bear. Ooh, I like elk. She's going to transform into an elk and um, basically sideswipe oh, shit. Uh, oh, this furbolg oh. as she comes down. I can turn into an elk now. Yes, you can. <laughs> Can you turn into an animal that another and druid is currently in the wild shape animal, of? Yes, you can. Yeah, you're welcome, bud. Um, and Lou is going Trust to me, basically be able to stop just in time as this elk comes in, and then he is going to turn to Sana and say, "Oh, now you want to help? <laughs> Look, little cousin." The whole thing of being in the sky is that I get to choose when I'm gonna come in and uh, join the combat. So, okay. Um, so I'd like to do a. I'd like to grab this uh, furbolg. Are okay. you gonna do damage to? <clears throat> so I'm gonna start talking to Sana in uh, druid speech. Okay. Didn't expect that. Hey, sorry. I uh, just helping out this ragtag team of stupid adventurers. Because the bitch you couldn't see shit. She saw plenty. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, so am I grabbing him or like? Yes. Okay. You are, and 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 she's muttering to Sana, um, in, in a tongue that you don't understand. Okay, and I'm gonna um, just I'm gonna yell over at the other two. You two, cut it out. Girl's gonna try and kick um, Garth or whatever the fuck his name is. Garth, Garth Brooks. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna try kicking what's his nuts in the nards as hard as he can before stopping. Like a, a last cheap shot. Go, go Roth. Gareth. 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 Garth. Gareth Brooks. <laughs> Gareth Brooks. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'm going to make an attack with my foot. Um, That's a 14 against your AC there, bud. No. Damn. He's the mountain half-orc Gareth Brooks. <laughs> uh, Gareth is a, now, as Kroll kicks at him... And he sees it going for his no-no square. He acts so quick, grabs Kroll's foot, and and just as Lou is yelling at them, he uh, lets go of Kroll's foot, and he kind of stumbles to the ground. Ah, fine. (laughs) You got off easy there, Gareth. And uh, Sana is going uh, to speak to this druid again and say, So, um, what is your story? 
I've been looking for my family for quite a while now, and I wonder if humans did it. I really do. <laughs> Look, I hate being a human just as much as everyone else, but I've learned that they're not all bad. There's a few good ones, no matter how stupid they are. She tilts her elk head towards uh, Lou. That's the crown prince of Farland. I know him. Yeah. And you're telling me that he's the good one. <laughs> Look, he's a dumb kid. He's just trying to find his way in the world. I'll believe it when I see it. This is now as Lou is bringing her over to the rest of the party. Okay. So I'm going to say that Lou, obviously he doesn't understand what you were saying, but he understands enough to realize you were having some kind of a conversation. Yeah. And so as he is sort of uh, walking this furbug over to the rest of the group, uh, he's just going to kind of turn back to Sauna. Is uh, is this one going to be cool? I don't know. That depends on whether or not you're going to be cool. Listen, I am always cool. He sure is. Well, yeah, he, he really is. Um, uh, Furbolg, who won't tell us your name, uh, can you be cool? She takes the opportunity to, uh, snort and spits a big loogie in, uh, Lou's face. Well, it would be, like, by his feet, because she can't really, like, turn Yeah, I'm around. holding from, like, behind. Like, I have a hold of your arms from behind. Yeah, you're in a Nelson there, bud. Not a Nelson. You choking So you you got to understand. <laughs> Suplex. You got to understand. She is almost as tall as as uh, Gareth. Gareth. Gareth is. You got to understand, Lou's a, a strong boy. boy. If you want to do a strength <laughs> test on this one, we can. Let's do it. Kroll can help. If you're trying to break free here. Can Kroll help? Make the fifth. Uh, that's a nat 20 plus four. Holy shit. Make yeah, you your roll. real good. <laughs> um, I would have to do a nat 20. And my, uh, strength is plus four. So, we would end up tying. Yes. So, so it's not worth it. L listen, I don't enjoy having to do this. I just need to know that you will be cool so that we can talk. No more trying to... Do these crazy <clears throat> tricks and uh, oh, and one other thing. Where <clears throat> is my barrel? <laughs> check your uh, check your back. Check your back. She uh, glued it to the back of his armor. <laughs> I feel like you would know this with a little bit of sap. A little bit of sap. Okay, yeah. sap. It's also empty. Oh, shit. How fucking fast are you? Nat 20 stealth check. Nat so, 20 stealth check. <laughs> okay, so I guess Lou jumps up and down a little bit and realizes that it's empty. Where is what was in the barrel? I think you already know where it is. Oh, fuck. All right, you two. Come over here. We're tying this one up. All right. Uh, Kroll comes over and grabs one of her arms to help hold her. To Garboos, you lose. And he grabs her uh, other side. Uh, Kroll's gonna take out some rope 
And clearly this one cannot be trusted. We need to tie them up right now. Sounds like a plan. We can drag her behind my horse. Um, can I wild shape into that elk now? Sure can. Oh, let's do some strength checks, boys. All right, are you wild shaping into an elk? Yeah, because it's very hard to tie up an elk's legs. Here, I will hold this elk down. I will elk tie you, okay? What is your what is your uh you have your to strength? Use your, you have to use your strength modifier from an elk. Just your Okay. Word. All right. All right, let's do this shit. I'm rolling two. What are we doing? 23. Strength checks against elk, and there's three of us versus one of it. Oh, good lord. I got a 12. I only got a 10. I got a 20. How's that fair in there? I got a 23. He's like, I don't fucking <laughs> like, know. Damn it. Listen, Lou is not great at most things, but he's very strong, and he has very good constitution. And he has health. As all three of you are hanging onto this fur bulb, it suddenly transforms into an elk. There's one of your wild shapes. That's both of them. That's both of them. Oh, you're fucked. And as it starts to move away, all three of these uh, large adventurers put their backs into it and are hanging onto any hold they can find and eventually all four of them end up toppling over and find themselves lying in a a big heap on the ground, basically. Good day. I'm Ken. And I'm Steve, and we're the hosts of the Nerd Cantina Show, where nerd culture and society intersect. Whether you come for entertainment news or some space and science talk, we are here to keep you informed on weekly nerd topics and discuss how they affect us as a society. As well as having in-depth interviews in our Cantina Conversation and Fight Me Fridays. Just like any Cantina, we want you to join in on the conversation. From our blog at thenerdcantina.com, our voicemail line, or our closed Facebook group at thenerdcantina.com forward slash community, where we really get to interact with our fans. So pull up a and get involved in our community. Hey everybody, RJ here, hoping you're all doing well. Apologies if I sound a little bit stuffy. I've been feeling just a little bit congested this week. Anyways, first off, I would like to say thank you so much for listening to the show. We really appreciate it. I'm going to keep the rest of this short and sweet since it's basically the same stuff I always say, and you've probably heard me talk about it before if you've listened to the show. Uh, you can find our podcast on social media. We have the user handle Realms Nerds on all the social medias we're on. Uh, and when you make posts about the show on social media, please remember to use the Realms Nerds hashtag. Please feel encouraged to share the show with people that you think might also enjoy it. And please remember to give our show a like, favorite, thumbs up, review, whatever it is on the podcast app of your choice. Those all really, really help our show out. The links for all of our social media podcasts that are promoted at the beginning and end of this break, as well as my Twitch streaming uh, channel, links for all those can be found in the episode description. Thank you again to our friend Kyle for composing our show's main theme, and thank you as well to Justin of the Lit Gaming Arena podcast for his rendition of that theme that is used for the Vasanoke Adventures campaign. And of course, once again, thank you all for listening. It's so appreciated. You you, you do not even know. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'll talk to you all again when we release episode 29 of the Return of Ornon campaign. And until then, please stay safe, stay healthy, stay awesome, and enjoy the rest of this episode. 
What's that crap? Listen to some real entertainment. Broadcasting loud and clear from the first state of the union, the land of the three counties. I'm J-Man, and this is... J360 Radio! Broadcasting live via Spreaker.com slash J360 Radio from Tuesdays to Friday at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Adjust for time. I'll see you there. Earl's going to try as quickly as he can to tie its legs. Okay. Am I going to have some kind of a check for this? No. Um, as you all fall to the ground, Sana is going to transform back into her human form and shout, Guys! Seriously? Can we just, like, all sit down and just be normal people for a moment? Tell that to her! I tried to ask this one if it would be cool, and she said no. You're children. You are all children. Children. Listen here. The booze. Listen here, I see. They tried to tie me up. Fine. And she's going to walk over to Lou, yank the keg off of <laughs> Lou's back, and uh, put her hand on it and uh, mutter a small incantation, and the barrel fills up again. Create booze? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> New spell. Create it's a cantrip. Create booze. <laughs> and she's going to then drop the barrel, and you can all clearly hear as it makes a large thud. It is no longer empty. Okay. Lou's going to go over and taste some. How good is it? It literally tastes the exact same as what was already in the barrel, okay. because it is an exact replica of what was in the barrel. What? You've been able to do that the whole time. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is why you don't have magic. The okay. universe knows that you just misuse it. I, I mean, misuse is uh, a term up for debate. But that doesn't, like, that doesn't negate the main point. This one, he points to the furball on the ground, will not be cool. I just need... Her to chill. She uh, she uh, talks to Sana again. This one's full of spare parts, ain't he? Oh, you can tell me that again. Ugh. Look, look. The way I remember it is that Ben just so happened to have a loose finger. His arrow flew off into the woods and everyone was slightly alarmed. Thus, this whole situation uh, this whole situation ensued. Well, hey now, hold on, hey now. She's the one going around spooking us. You are in her woods. Okay, all right, all right, listen. Uh, sauna, that is fine. And you, Furbalk, who still has yet to tell me your name, I... It's fine, we can accept Sauna's explanation. I just need to know... Will you be cool and stop stealing things and such like other activities? I just gotta ask you one thing. Where did that other human go? The, oh, the the one that, uh, the, the, you're probably talking about my retainer, Ben. He, uh, this is him. He, he does a thing and... 
He's not we, exactly human. We, listen, we didn't know he could do this thing until she's, like a uh, week ago. She's and- going to use detect magic on him, which is a innate racial feat that she has. It's very weird. On, uh, we don't know on Garth. how he does it or whatever, but <laughs> it's it, this is him. This furball looks over at Garth, Garth. and uh, Gareth. You're welcome. Gareth. Gareth. <laughs> and does does hit uh, a once over of him and says, Jeez, oh, Peach, he's a changeling. Yeah, see? We're not all human. We got one whole human in this group, and you're all discriminatory, discriminatory, whatever the fuck you call it, oh. against all of us. Can you brush your teeth or something? You just, you just reek. You just, you just stink. Now, Kroll, she has been very unfair, but I do have to say this is a valid point. When was the last time you brushed your teeth? Brush it with booze, little man. Brush it with booze. I mean, booze does cover the smell, but... God, you're so fucking lucky. Mm. I have a bloodlust roll I have to make whenever I get insulted or just about anything. And I keep rolling good, but at some point I might throw my trident at you. Listen, Crow, it's coming from a place of love, but you do need some oral hygiene. Now listen here, unless they invent some kind of, I don't know, fresh teeth freshener crap, you brush with a twig or some shit that keeps your teeth healthy or whatever. Booze. I don't know exactly how I'm supposed to freshen up my mouth. And booze ain't gonna do a trick. Okay, anyways, all of this aside, you, Furbog, can you please be cool so that we can stop all of this? She looks over at Sana and she says, You're the only one I really trust right now, but I promise that I'll be nice. For your sake. Yes, yes, okay. Bloody, I, I, I will, I will play nice with you. All right, Kroll, please untie her. <sighs> Very well. Kroll unties her and takes his rope back and just like, and she polymorph er, and she uh, wild shapes back to being a furbolg again. There, that is much nicer. Now, since this has been very exhausting, and I know I've been keeping my stately demeanor, but I am quite drunk. Let's build a fire and sit down and just kind of chill. She uses druid crap. You guys already had like a bundle of like, like a little kindling area and whatnot, right? No, I mean we were just traveling yeah, down the road. So we us, didn't have a, we ain't got shit. We didn't have right. a campfire set up or anything. Kroll goes into the woods to gather some fire wood. All right, I think uh, actually all four of you are going to take the horses and and uh, head just off the uh, you know off the beaten path. And find just a nice little area, nice little clearing. And the furball is going to actually, as Kroll is gone looking for firewood, is going to look around the campsite, grab a few things, and have a fire started in 30 seconds. Oh, that's uh, very impressive. Well, um, I, I do apologize. I have not... Uh, had much contact with members of your race. Um, what kind of uh, things do you eat? She narrows her eyes and just, like, shakes her head. Do you think that I just eat twigs and leaves and shit like that? I mean, I... 
nothing so crude as that, but I mean, like, I, I mean, we ha- we have fish. Your bloody fucking spoon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Your fucking food. Your fucking weapon. Of course, I eat fish. You just don't get called. Well, well alright then. Would you like some? Yes, I would like some of your fish, sir. Please don't treat me bad, sir. Now, listen, I'm trying to make this work here. This is something of an awkward situation. Well, then bloody treat me like a normal being, then. I did. I asked you what you ate. Like, I don't know if you're like a vegetarian or what your deal is. There's no need to be so defensive. Like, I'm trying to help you here. I'm trying to be nice. This is a, this is kind of a situation that was thrust. She upon looks at us. Sana and she says, "So this is the bloody one that's going to have to deal with my people after his mom and dad die." Druid speech. speech again. Well, you know, if he starts learning now, he'll be a wise leader someday. Look, he needs some help. But, uh, you know, the only way that he's going to get help is if someone actually uh, talks to him and informs him of the world. First off, furbolgs don't have names. We don't have names. The trees don't have names. The leaves on the ground don't have names. The wolves, the squirrels, they don't have names. We don't have names. Okay, that's, uh, I, I can understand that. Um, so, how do I address you then? Bulgy. We'll call her Bulgy. You can call me Raven. Right, okay, Raven. I, uh, I apologize for my, uh, impropriety in the previous encounters. Um, I... I, I am to assume that you do not have any sort of uh, dietary restrictions? Look, I I don't have the greatest um, opinion of humans, and I, I really shouldn't hold that against you. I don't even know you, so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for acting like a snob. Um, let me dress these up for you. And she takes the fish, and she gathers some herbs and vegetation from around, and uh, grabs a big rock and suspends it over the fire so that it heats up and starts cooking the fish. Alright, at this point, Kroll comes back with an armload of firewood, sees the fire already burning bright and shit, takes one look at it, Throws all the wood down on the ground, turns around, walks back out into the woods, and does not come back. <laughs> fish and booze, fish and booze, fish and booze. You know what, uh, Gareth? Yes, um, little man. I think in some respects I like you a little more than Ben. Ha! <laughs> in all respects, I like me better than him. Uh,. Lou's going to pour a okay. pour a cup of booze and hand it to Gareth. Kind of small. 
Unfortunately, I did not bring any uh, Goliath-sized cups. Uh, he tosses it back. Can uh, I do some kind of like survival check, see if I can find a wild animal to kill? Because I just failed my blood roll and I need to kill something. <laughs> <laughs> and if I don't, I might actually attack him. Uh, yeah, let's roll a survival check. How about you decide if it's decent enough? Kind of fight, don't um, That's a six. You might be in trouble. Cole is unsuccessful in oh, finding Cole an is, animal. Blood is boil. Well, lack thereof. His blood would be boiling right now. He wants to kill something. He did not find an animal. So, uh, so we're gonna cut to as. Kroll walks back into the campsite and sees this fire and storms off. He feels deeply wronged by the fact that he just put so much effort into uh, getting this firewood and it appears as though basically they just disregarded his effort. And more so, he, he directs his anger at this furbolg, but as he storms back off into the woods... He's he's upset and uh, his blood begins to boil and he feels uh, the mechanical wooden apparatus on his chest begin to also beat with the non-existent blood in his veins. Ooh, <laughs> um, that's a thing. And uh, he gets a, a momentary clearness from this just you know completely blinding madness that he has right now and he's able to roll another check for his bloodlust interesting okay that's an 18 I'm safe um and mechanics of that twice per long rest if you fail a bloodlust uh you can choose now that you have kind of it happened once by accident. Uh, you more so understand uh, that this is something that there is a way for you to kind of control your anger. However, if it's a case where someone induces bloodlust and you'd like to enact it, you do have that choice. So I can choose to re-roll it twice between long rests, you're saying? Right. Okay. So basically you get advantage on that roll twice. Cool. You're one lucky kobold, you know that? Furbolg. Furbolg, where the fuck you're called? Um, so when, um, are you coming back into the, into the yeah, camp? Yeah, he's cooled off. He's going to come back into the camp. When he comes back into the camp, he says, or, uh, uh, she sees him and says, it, it was, it was Kroll, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I accidentally, uh, the fire's a little too, uh, strong, and... Didn't you didn't you gather a little firewood? I'm gonna need that, actually. Very well. He goes and picks up the firewood he had gathered that he threw down on the ground, and he piles it kind of near the fire so that they can use it whenever they need to. You know, he seemed pretty okay for a uh, undead boy. And you're not so bad. I'll try not to breathe on you. I'll try to find a way to wave off the stench of death from my breath. However, you do that. Hey, hey, uh, Gareth, or whoever the, whoever the fuck your name is, pass me a grog of that their drink, will ya? See if that helps. Uh, at oh, this point, Gareth is doing a keg stand. Oh, cool. Fuck yeah. Um. Fuck yeah. Hey, uh, 
So, Raven, uh, while she was out collecting herbs and whatnot, found some wintergreen berries. And she hands them to Kroll and she says, this, this might help you a little bit. Um, when you eat winter berries, it's like chewing winter berry, or winter green gum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Fat. Oh, And he pops one in his mouth and starts chewing on it. Uh, so the, the night rages on, everyone is, is drinking a little bit and, uh, taking a moment to relax, uh, after this big, unnecessary startle that they all put themselves in. And... Mm. That they put themselves in. Um, and soon everyone uh, decides to go to bed for the night. And uh, as you awake in the morning, everything is uh, a little bit tough for you guys. Everyone seems to be just a little hungover, having, you know, a slow start to their morning. I think there was a misunderstanding. Gareth did a keg stand. Like, y'all know what that is, Does right? Ben wake yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben is the one that wakes up. So, and it's it's not bright and early in the morning. Yeah, no, I that, it's it yeah. was a very slow start to the morning. Yes. Well But as as Ben wakes up, he finds himself still drunk because the body his his human body that he uh he normally is in uh, has been abstaining from alcohol for years, correct? Okay, we've and, heard um, since last time. We, okay, we, we reckon that Kroll can drinks. enjoy sex, but he doesn't need to sleep. Does he? Can he get drunk? Is that a thing? He ferments the inside yes. of his stomach. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> as Ben finally uh, finally rouses from his sleep. Uh, Lou is sitting near him and turns and looks at him with a, br- a huge smile on his face and he goes late morning, huh, Ben? What? Or should I say afternoon since you've slept through most of the morning. Hey, boys! What? 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 Sorry. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Would you like some Raw fish for breakfast? <laughs> um, but if you cook it, I'll be great. Can I do a survival check to see if I found, like, eggs or something like that that they could have for breakfast? For breakfast? Uh, actually, yes. Uh, you, both, um, Raven and Sana were up quite early this morning, um, and were chatting... And Sana was talking to Raven about, uh, you know, the druidic craft and kind of just, they were having a, a small little bond sesh, you know, and they decided that they were going to go out and look for some food for the morning. Why don't they just turn into chickens and lay some eggs for us? That's weird. <laughs> That's just fucked up, bro. That's some weird shit. Dude, I've already been through some necrophilia. I in this really <laughs> I really like that idea. <laughs> That's I how you guys want to go about doing it. Feel free, but <laughs> I have a good I'm idea. eating my child. <laughs> I'm not okay with this. I am not okay with this. <laughs> so I'm assuming that counts as a long rest. You guys are well rested. Oh, yeah. Or not that well rested, but well, I mean, as well rested as Kroll can. But you can't sleep. 
He just worked on bring, uh, scratching runes back into his sword, because that's how he cast magic. Um, so as Ben and Lou are waking up, um, they're per- starting to prepare some food. Um, you guys have a, a small breakfast. Raven and Stoner were able to find a couple eggs, and there was some bread that you guys had in your packs. You made some toast um, on some nice hot rocks. Mm. And... Uh, all together, it was a, it was a very uh, very bare grills. Smells so good. Oh no, this was a hangover cure for oh. sure. You know, <laughs> help help on his on his the alcohol a little bit. Yeah, when uh, when Ben gets up to go eat breakfast, he he stumbles a bit. <laughs> ben, <laughs> whoopsie daisy! <laughs> and when he hiccups, he's suddenly a um, a furbolg. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. He That's a great. No, he the whole fuck? And then he's Ben again. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh, well, I mean, he's a chain. Smells line. so good. And he, I don't know. But this is like Ben in his natural changeling form, not like his human form. Oh, you're you're an actual changeling right now. Yeah. What does the changeling look like exactly? Uh, like a human, but it, well, not faceless. It's like a human, but its features are kind of bland, and it's like they look like bland. very pale. Do you like look? Do you white. do you know the, the they're they're like the um they're like the alien gray. Yeah. They're like they they're what they they look like a more like a more human like alien gray. Ugh. Like their skin is gray. They don't usually fare. So you are just or, one ugly motherfucker. He's a face. Not man. ugly. It's just <laughs> very plain. They look like porcelain dolls. Yeah, kind of. Thankfully, he doesn't oh. have to cut faces off. Sound. It's good. Ben, this is both the most horrifying and the best day of my life. <laughs> it's a good day for sure. I feel good. Now, Ben, um, have you ever heard of the expression, uh, the hair of the dog? Dogs have nice hair, yes. It's good yes. to pet. Okay, and so uh, Lou is gonna pour Ben a little a little glass of uh, of uh, liquor. Here, just uh, take take a little drink of this. No, no, thank you. I, I don't drink. You you know that. Well, uh, last night would uh, say differently. I don't recall drinking last night. Oh, but uh, Gareth does. Good. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It didn't sound like you said Garrett. <laughs> and Lou, Lou just looks at him. <laughs> uh, was Gareth the drunken half-Goliath? <laughs> yes, Gareth Brooks was very entertaining. Uh, oh, no. And Ben's going to fall silent at that point. At least as silent as someone who's still sort of drunk can be. You did a longer keg-standing crawl cut. It was very impressive, and he doesn't even have lungs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I can talk, so I, I assume I can have lungs. Listen, your bi- your like bio makeup is really a, a an enigma. At We're this, just gonna at this point it's questionable. Crawl. Have you have you noticed your teeth are more yellow? And he's gonna like start like playing with Kroll's teeth, like more yellow than your skin. Now you don't want to play with the dragonborn's teeth. Uh, uh, get them fingers away, or you might lose them. 
Oh, okay. And I mean, I, I don't mean any offense to you, Ben. I like you, but... I smell breakfast. Is it good? Uh, I wouldn't know. Let's, let's eat. Coral's gonna eat just well, for the Well, as you approach the fire, does uh, Raven say anything? There he is. There's our special boy. Have a have a nice sleep last night. Who 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 are you? <laughs> he got so drunk that he can't remember who I am. I, I, I let me tell you. I can't you. remember anybody I've, I've never met. Raven, let me tell you. Now would be a time to establish yourself as a complete and total badass because he has no idea what you are or who you are. I thought the changelings were supposed to be able to, like, it's the same person, just different. Uh, oh, almost some of, some, some forms have a really strong memory prowess and can block out me from retaining their memories, except for small flash. <laughs> oh, you're right, you're, you're a fur, yeah, I saw you, we were a deer. A fucking what? A, a deer. You know, like prant, prancing, and we, we rode you or something. She's just going to st- uh, cut off the conversation completely and continue uh, working on the eggs. Can, can you, like, is, is it magic? Can, can, is mag- magic? She's going to still ignore him. Oh, I have a headache. Um, Raven, do you happen to have any fruit on you? She uh, produces an apple, or she, yeah, she produces an apple out of her pack. Okay, uh, so Lou is going to take this apple and basically, like, kind of uh, juice it to get some apple juice into a cup, and he's going to mix that with a little bit of, a uh, little bit of the alcohol, and uh, he's going to give it to to Ben and say, alright Ben, you need to drink this juice, okay? What's in the juice? It's just, it's apple juice. It will make you feel better. Like cider? Yes, like cider. Cider's alcohol. It's not, it, cider is not fermented. It's not alcohol. Just drink it, okay? It will make you feel better, I promise. The only thing that will make me feel better is about a thousand years of sleep. Well, we don't have time for that, so up and at him. Do you have any water? No, no water. We only brought alcohol with us. Here you go. (laughs) Bottoms up. (laughs) You just... You just... You just literally admitted that it's alcohol. You said all you have is alcohol. No, the the Furbolg Raven gave me an apple and I squeezed it fresh for you. I don't trust you because you're always trying to get me drunk. Uh, do you have another apple I can make my own juice out of? So, Raven takes an apple and using some druid craft magic increases the potency of the natural <laughs> fermentation process inside of a normal apple and hands it to him. Holy shit. Thank you. That'll do nicely. And Ben is gonna juice the apple into a glass and drink it. Oh, that tasted awful. Ugh. 
as Ben drinks this hella fermented apple juice, <laughs> he puts it all down and um, a few minutes later begins to feel a bit more clear-headed. He still feels a bit shitty, like he had a hard night of drinking, but uh, uh, it, it does does feel a little bit more clear-headed and uh, and ready to start his day, and as breakfast is prepared and and everyone eats, he feels a, a bit better, and and you're all able to get up and, and get going with your morning. Kroll gets Crystal ready to go. Well, as, as everyone is getting their their horses ready, Lou looks over at Raven and asks her where she would be headed now. So, Raven, um, it's been wonderful getting to know you, but, um, where are you, uh, where are you headed, if you don't mind me asking? Honestly, I, I don't know. I don't really have much of a set plan. Um, nowhere, I guess. Did Raven tell us anything while we were sitting around the fire about her her background, or...? We're gonna assume that we're gonna assume that once everybody got a little alcohol in them, she told the backstory, her backstory. Right, loose lips and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my furbolg was sixteen, and she was out on a rite of passage, and when she uh, to uh, dispose of a blight that was affecting her forest, and when she returned to her clan. It was gone. Like, not just the people, like the buildings, and where it once was, was... It's it, just trees. Just trees. She was only gone for, like, a week or two. So, she's on a mission to figure out what the heck happened to her family and her clan. So, essentially, um, the past three years now... She's been wandering around the Murdoch region in search of her people or anyone that might know where they could have gone. And so she was with the Giants for a short period of time and they gave her some resources and a little bit of help. But ultimately she decided that this was her task and that she had to find her people. So she took off on her own and bada bing, bada boom, here we go. Well, um, seeing as how you don't currently seem to know where your family is, uh, you're welcome to journey with us, I, at least for the time being, and until you are able to find more information. She ponders on it for a second, and... Well, honestly, I'm just going around in circles doing what I'm doing now, so I might as well. Lou's going to lower his voice a little bit. Before we leave, I do have to warn you. Kroll told us a lot of stuff about, like, death cults and, like, possible murder and we might die. So, like, just, like, kind of getting you in on the jump that this could be pretty bad. And then she, Aaron, then he hands her the, (laughs) the... <laughs> the non uh, sui or what? What are they? What are they called? What are they called? When you sign a um, 
The NDA. <laughs> yeah, the NDA. <laughs> yeah, Luke produces an NDA and I was bagging hands it to Raven. <laughs> Sign here, 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 and here. No, but yeah, he he gives her like the whole like this could be real, real bad speech. As Raven and Lou are talking, Sana is going to come flying in and perch herself on Lou's shoulder and kind of just look kind of longingly at Raven, uh, awaiting her answer as well. Has she just been, like, spying on our conversation the whole time? Sana does what she wants, dude. You don't know where she is half the time. She's... Oh, don't look at me like that. (sighs) Fine, I'll come. I don't... I don't mind. That is such a relief, because honestly, like, these other two have been making me very nervous. Just, like, with their general demeanor and their uh, willingness to get into fight. I mean, you saw them last night. They got into a fight over nothing. I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could have gone bad. All right. Yeah. Um... Well, I guess off we go. Well, I'm very happy to have you. And Sana is going to speak to Raven in druidic speech and is going to say, Happy to have you aboard, friend. I really could uh, could use another good druid in the group. These ones tend to lose a little health, do they? Oh, you have no idea. I've uh, made sure not to heal them, but, you know, I think they're going to need a helping hand sooner or later. That bird's going to wind up with a trident in it. <laughs> I haven't been healing them, but you know what? At some point, maybe I should. So, Prince Lou, one more member joining our merry band of misfits, I see. Uh, it would appear so, Ben, and I'm glad that you're back to your normal gloomy self. I'm never gloomy, but if you could refrain from speaking too loud. Uh, my head still hurts a little. All right. Um, and uh, everyone is going to mount their horses and well, is going to uh, break down the camp, cover up the fire, mount their horses, and head to the Builder's Road. Does Raven have a horse? Raven does not have a horse. Raven is a horse. Raven is a horse. Okay. Well, what happens when you run out of your druidic shape thing? Hey, I mean, what level are you can turn into a horse for level her. Two? You're level two? Yeah. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> no, no, I'm level five, but I have I have three Oh, uh, level ranger. three. The fuck? How do you ranger? get to be level five? I'm level four. I know. What is this bull garbage? What's this bullshit? Calm your pants, guys. My like, pants can't calm down. Calm your pants. My pants I dance. Will. See? 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 My pants dance. I've got dance in my pants. See? I got squirrels in my pants. What? Squirrels? <laughs> squirrels? Oh. Simp. Simp. <laughs> I got squirrels in my pants. Um, I have yeah, my so you guys are all going to... Was... Make your way to the Builder's Road, and Raven is going to transform into a... A horse. A horse? Okay. He's going to transform into a horse, and uh, I think Raven is actually... Or, um, Sana is also going to um, dismount Lou's shoulder 
And she's going to return to her elk form. And uh, now a, a whole little party of five are going to uh, be making their way down. And, right, and as they take pages. off... I guess bye-bye Sulphur. Sulphur doesn't count, apparently. <laughs> and uh, as, as they're taking off from the treetops... Silver is going to... Where has he been this whole freaking time? Just shining know. a light out in the middle Silver of the is going to... Where are you? He do his own thing. Is going to come flying in and land on the back of Preston. Um, and he's got a squirrel in his mouth. <laughs> and can turn um, to a squirrel now. And, uh, I can turn to a squirrel now. You might want to start writing that down. So Silver land on the back of Preston. Yeah, with, uh, with a squirrel in his mouth. And he's going to speak to Ben and say... Hey, dude, I heard you had, like, a killer night. Yes, I prefer not to dwell on it, but I suppose I did. You want some of this squirrel, man? Uh, squirrel is a bit too gamey for my liking, but I appreciate your offer. Hey, man, more for me. Absolutely. And he's gonna throw it up, give it a little torch, and then swallow it in one big gulp. That's what I call Mongolian barbecue. Lou, I noticed uh, Sauna's not there. It seems you've been given the uh, cold shoulder. <laughs> yes, Ben. It would appear that I need to go back and talk to that bird dealer. I really should try to get my money back. Oh, get very an owl. bad. Investment. I hear owls are very nice. I should have got an owl, or yeah. literally any other bird, because. Sauna does not want to work with me at all, and I had... Lou, I'm right here! Yes, it's, I know. It's no way to talk about your cousin. Listen, She's very nice. I had very grand plans for how <laughs> me and my eagle could work together and just, like, be the best of pals, and it hey, doesn't seem to be working I'm out. working with you. You literally told me that you would not tell me the, when you saw... Raven, just because you didn't feel like it. That's you... not what I said. I clearly told you that combat is all about when you engage. And you call me Dower. So what you're saying is you never engage, hey? Can uh, Raven cast Thunderclap behind Lou's horse so it bucks him? Are you trying to kill his fucking horse? No, he can't. She can't. I think Raven might be out of, like... Magic now. Well, we did a long rest for through the night, so I mean, we're and everyone uh, is, uh, is, is walking down the builder's road in a, a nice V formation, and as the the camera pans up into the treetops, and this is where we're gonna leave our story for today. Goods empty, bellies full, soon to bed we must go. But round the room twirls a gorgeous lass, tis the barmaid on one more pass. One more round she clears gaily, and who can resist a pretty lady? 
Another round, another round, another round we scream. Another round, another round, another round for me. Now that round is finished, we really ought to leave. But just one more would taste so nice, and the lass is nearby dancing. One more round, she queries gaily. And, and who, who can, can resist, resist a pretty lady? Another round, another round, another round we scream. Another round, another round, another round for me. It's definitely time to leave. The missus will be angry. But here's the bewitching bomb made back again to tempt me. One more round, she queries gaily. And who can resist a pretty lady? Another round, another round, another round we scream. Another round, another round, another round for me. Huzzah! Ah, excellent, Lou. I haven't heard that one in a good long while.